so much of what I was taught about sensuality was like, you have to buy a thing, you know, like you buy right. a really yummy lotion that you put on your hands and that makes you sensual or you put on like an eye mask and that makes you sensual. Uh, for me, sensuality is so stripped down or can be so stripped down to you just being in your body and feeling your own senses, um, feeling into the sensations that are coming up in your body. Hey guys, today's interview is particularly special to me for a couple of different reasons. One being that it was literally one of the first episodes we ever got to record back when we originally started the podcast. So to say that we're excited to finally get to publish it is definitely an understatement. Beyond that, we had yet to share it out because the content is powerful and we really wanted to do right by the topic of sensuality, which is not a conversation that you get to have every day at my age. In Your Element is a teen-hosted podcast covering conversations with our allies. I'm your host, Abby Jones, and I get to chat with some of the most inspiring educators, creators, and changemakers reflecting on their teen years, what makes them feel the most in their element daily, and things that they wish they had known as a teenager. This podcast is a sister organization with The Element Collective. The Element Collective hosts virtual and in-person workshops providing mindfulness, movement, creativity, fun, and other tools that high school-age girls need to love themselves, own their authenticity, and tap into who they truly are. More approachable than traditional group therapy or school clubs, Element Collective founders Mary Allard and Kylie Roswell base their approach on the five elements and create a safe and playful environment for girls to connect with themselves and others. Because when each of us are in our element, magic happens. If you're interested in being a part of any of the Element Collective events or joining our Element community, like me hosting this podcast, or even Gabby who produced the music that you're hearing now, you can follow this podcast wherever you listen, connect with us on Instagram at Element Collective, or check us out at elementcollective.com. That's E-L-L-E-M-E-N-T Collective. Evian and I get to talk about your body belonging to you, ways to stay connected to your body as a vessel for learning about yourself so that you can set healthy boundaries, experience more joy, and be more present with yourself and others. I want to thank Evian for coming on to the podcast, and I am really excited for all of you to learn with me about sensuality as it pertains to our senses and our relationship to our bodies. Enjoy! All right. Well, hi. I'm so happy to get to interact with you. I I was aware of you even before we started doing this, and I love everything that you do. Aw, um, thank you. <laughs> I just think that you're so awesome. So tell me some just basic information about you and what you do. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much for those beautiful, <laughs> generous words. They mean a lot. Um, yeah. My name is Evian Whitney. I am based in Los Angeles. My pronouns are they and she. I am a sex educator and a sexuality doula. Uh, and as a sexuality doula, I basically help folks step out of shame within their sexuality, 
confusion, disconnection, whatever funky things are going on when it comes to their sexuality, how they feel about their bodies, they come to me and um, we do a little work together. And at the end of that work together, hopefully we will help them to feel more at home in their bodies, more at home in their sexuality and, and their identity as a whole. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so I know that when I first started looking more into your website and your Instagram, um, seeing the word sexuality and sensuality was something that uh, threw me off. Can you explain the, the difference between the way that you use those words? Yeah, I'm really happy that you're asking me that question. I don't get that question a lot, uh, which is kind of surprising. I feel like more people should ask about it. But um, I have also noticed uh, some confusion, I guess, about those two words. One thing that I've noticed in my work, um, and also just as a regular person in the world, is that people tend to use sensuality and sexuality interchangeably, as though they're the same thing. And I have a couple of theories about that. Um, I think maybe folks are just really shy and have a lot of shame around sex and sexuality. And so it's a lot easier for them to say sensual or sensuality. Um, there are probably other reasons for that, but that's just you know me putting on my conspiracy theory hat. <laughs> uh, but what I would say in terms of what the difference is, is that sensuality, it, it stands on its own. So I think a lot of us like to think that sensuality and sexuality are the same, but they each have their own unique experiences, their own unique textures and characteristics. Uh, so the way that I like to see sexuality is that sexuality has to do with sex your sexual identity, your sexual orientation, uh, your sexual expression, things that you do by yourself uh, or with someone else that you love or that you're into. Uh, sensuality for me feels more like a personal practice, which isn't to say that sexuality isn't personal or solo, but I see sensuality as being a practice and sort of like a lifestyle in terms of how you are inhabiting your body, how you are centering your pleasure, how you feel in your body on a daily basis. And then also there's this aspect of um, feeling into your, your senses and really creating a relationship with your body where your senses and your own personal definition of pleasure, basically what makes your body feel good is included in that. And there's definitely overlap with sexuality and sensuality. I, I personally believe that you can't have incredible sexy experiences with someone um, without sensuality being involved. I think that at least when I think about my own experiences, my senses have been heightened. I've been very present in my body. There can be sensuality and sexuality, but I also just want to um, invite for people to think of them as standing on their own, that while they can go hand in hand, it's definitely an option and a possibility that I'm always trying to invite people to do to explore sensuality uh, by themselves outside of the sexual context first. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. That is not how I had it in my mind. And I appreciate you clearing that up because I literally had no freaking idea. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I was, I was actually going to ask you like, what, what, what do you, what did you think sensuality was before I started um, talking about it? I, I guess I always just um, saw sexuality as, like, the way that you identify sexual orientation and sensuality as more of a sexual thing, like sex. Yeah, like, like, like sexuality is, like, the identity 
but sensuality is like the physicality. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, I think that that's definitely true. I just, I, and I, I, I'm not, you know, I don't want to police anybody's definition (laughs) of, or their understanding of sensuality, but the way that I have understood it and the way that's helped me even cultivate my own sexual identity and my sexual expression is to separate the two and to create a relationship with my sensuality that has nothing to do with sex, that has nothing to do with somebody else's pleasure, but is centered on on my own pleasure. Right. You're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what does sensuality and sexuality look like for you? What are um, sensual or sexual practices that somebody can um, incorporate in their life? Yeah. So I'll start with sensuality first. Um, one thing that I actually wanted to mention too, in terms of the myth of sensuality is that I think sometimes people think that sensuality has to do with, um, performance, or at least that's what it's been like for me. Um, anytime I heard the word sensual, it was attached to a specific kind of woman who was doing a specific kind of thing with their bodies um, maybe wearing something very specific, showing cleavage, showing lots of leg. So there's this aspect of sensuality that I grew up understanding was like, it wasn't for myself. It was for somebody else. It was for, for sort of like a performance almost like you, you perform sensuality for the gaze and the pleasure and the desire of other people. Um, which I think that it's, it's beautiful to do that. I'm thinking of burlesque dancers and how they beautifully encapsulate that energy. But I, I'm also, I believe very much in both ands and I want for people to explore, like, what does it look like for me to be sensual for myself as a way to connect to my body and create a relationship with my body and the things that give me pleasure that have nothing to do with anybody else. Um, so with that said, when it comes to a sensual practice, I mean, for me, sensuality is so simple. I think that's another thing that has really kind of shifted my perspective on it is that so much of what I was taught about sensuality was like, you have to buy a thing, you know, like you buy a really yummy lotion that you put on your hands and that makes you sensual or you put on like an eye mask and that makes you sensual. Uh, For me, sensuality is so stripped down or can be so stripped down to you just being in your body and feeling your own senses, um, feeling into the sensations that are coming up in your body. And some of those sensations aren't always good. You know, some of those sensations can be really overwhelming. They can feel really uncomfortable. But the process of sensuality is sort of creating, I would say, a literacy of your body where you're able to tune in and listen to it and not put any judgments on it or not critique it, but just be able to be with your body um, and to sort of hold space for yourself. I'm really into this concept of what does it look like to hold space for yourself? We're always talking about holding space for other people. And so for me, sensuality is about holding space for yourself, being in space with your body and allowing your body to to speak to you, um, nurturing your body, nourishing your body. So I'm saying a lot of words. So let me like just give it some practicality. Sensuality for me is like something as simple as eating a juicy piece of fruit and like rather than scarfing it down and moving on with your day, taking a couple of minutes to pause and like savor in the experience of how does it feel to feel the the juice of this fruit in my mouth and to taste the sweetness? Like how does it feel in my body when I'm like, oh, it feels so good. Like that moment where you're eating something so good 
And all you want to do is just be like, oh, yes. Like that to me is a sensual experience. Um, other sensual experiences are, you know, going for a walk and rather than just trudging along on the walk, taking some time to explore the, the flowers, the trees, the sights and the sounds, um, feeling your feet on the ground as you walk, um, taking in breaths, like mindful breathing as you're walking. Like these are all examples of what it means and what it looks like to be in sensual practice. And at the very, at the very center of sensuality for me and sensual practices for me is presence, you know, being present with your body, being present with your emotions, and also being present with the world around you and just drinking in all of the sensations and savoring whatever's coming up for you. Um, and it's free. You can do it. And you don't have to like buy anything, which is yeah. what I love. You know, you can do yeah. this relationship and not have to. I mean, that's of course, if you would like to buy a beautiful hand cream for your hands, I say go for it. But um, I'm really wanting to invite for people to create this relationship with what they already have. And their bodies are incredible tools for pleasure and communication. Yeah. Yeah. You talking about you know, sitting in a moment, eating a piece of food where you're like, oh my gosh, this is, this is amazing. I wish I could just stay here with this taste in my mouth forever. That's such an interesting way to think about it. I guess I had never thought about it that way. And I've had that feeling so many times and, um, looking at sensuality as your senses, which is literally the first four freaking letters of the word. That's right. That just, that just registered. And that's, um, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. I appreciate you you teaching that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this way of seeing sensuality makes it a lot more accessible for people. Yes. You know? And yeah. it, it makes it also feel doable. I think sexuality, the concept of sexuality, because of how much shame and taboo we still have in our culture around sexuality, it, it's harder to, to grasp on to who we are as sexual beings and to express ourselves sexually in ways that ha- have us feel safe or feel authentic to us. And so for me in my own personal journey of, of coming to my own sexuality, I went through sensuality first. Like I created right. a relationship with my body first and it was really liberating for me to realize sort of as you did a moment ago that um, you have had these experiences of sensuality many, many times. Yeah. And that like, there's nothing just like fragmented or broken about you, that this is something that you can access at any time. And knowing that, having that realization for my own self was really, was really healing and also really liberating for me. Cause I'm like, wow, I have like, I have the potential to do this. And it's so, it can be really good and it can feel really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was there any specific moment in your life where you had that realization, anything that led you to that point specifically? Um, I think one thing that I was thinking of when I was, you know, really starting to do some sexual healing on myself and, you know, healing sexual trauma that I had and just getting really clear about who I wanted to be as a sexual being with my identity and my gender and the way that I want to be in relationship with people I was realizing that there was such a disconnect for me from that. And because of what I've already mentioned about the shame aspect and um, growing up in a conservative home, it wasn't, sexuality wasn't something that was very open to me. 
but I felt that there was so much possibility and potential when it came to the sensual piece. And thinking about myself as a sensual being, I realized I've been sensual my entire life. You know, I, I have vivid memories of being like eight years old and running around in my backyard with my sister with my feet bare and I had like skinned knees, but I was so free and I was so connected to the earth and I was connected to the pleasure of play. And um, I, I remember having these moments where this is so funny. I don't think I've ever um, shared this before, but like we we had like this plot of land in our backyard that me and my sister could do whatever we want with. And we we play with each other all the time. And for some reason I found some sunflower seeds and I decided to like plant them <laughs> and they grew a sunflower. And I remember being so fascinated by this, this sunflower that like sprouted up from the ground after I buried it. And I remember laying on the, the dirt and just looking at this bright yellow flower and also seeing the seeds inside of the flower and like plucking them out and like putting them in my mouth and eating them. And I'll never forget that moment. To me, that was like, that was such a moment of like visceral, total sensuality and being reminded that like, I have access to that, that I've always had access to that that um, this world that we live in sort of creates these systems for us to disconnect because we're on our phones or we're super stressed or we're anxious about the world. Uh, it's, it's been really nice for me to remember that like, this is in my bones. Like I can come back to it at any time and it can be just as simple as like picking a flower and looking at it. That's an awesome memory, I think. Yeah. Would you say that sensuality has a connection to a fascination or um a focus of something or for me specifically sure yeah <laughs> I think for me sensuality is just about being in the body you know and yeah. and creating space for yourself to be in your body um this is something that I talk a lot about in my book sensual self which is mm -hmm. basically a journal a journal for folks to explore sensuality on their own terms to like really create space for themselves to hold space for themselves for their sensuality to come through um and for me sensuality is such it's such an exploratory experience you know as I'm talking about it right now I'm realizing that like we could talk about sensuality, but you wouldn't be able to experience it unless you actually practiced it, unless you actually like used your body and um, your senses to really dive into it. And so that's one of the reasons why like I'm always encouraging folks to check in with their senses, to create a practice where they're just sitting and being with their bodies. I mean, one, one thing that I actually give as a practice um, both in my book, Sensual Self, and also with some of the, the clients that I've, I've worked with, is just taking a moment to lie down flat on your back, if that's accessible to you, closing your eyes, there's no music or anything like that, you're just sitting, laying down with your eyes closed, put one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly, and just breathe, and just notice what comes up. And that simple act, I mean, it sounds so simple, but people find it really difficult to do because we're so used to going and going and going and moving so quickly. And so even that like three minutes that you can give your body of just time and space to speak to you, to connect with you, it can be really powerful. Yeah, for sure. Helps healing things. Um, okay, I'm going to switch, switch our topic here. <laughs> um, I'm going to switch it to 
teens and adolescence. You know, as you know, adolescence is a very uncomfortable and awkward phase of life, especially surrounding sensuality and sexuality. Yeah. Um, What would be a piece of advice that you would give to someone around my age, even someone, you know, who's nine, who is struggling with their own sexuality and sensuality, and what's a piece of advice that you would give to yourself at my age? Oh, man, what a question. <laughs> what a question. Long question, yes. No, no, it's it's so good. It's, it's, um, it's a really interesting time to ask that question because my birthday is tomorrow, and so I'm thinking oh. about, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday. I'm, Thank you. I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, being another year older and um, baby Evian always comes up whenever a birthday <laughs> comes around. So I'm always thinking about her and like how, how young and vivacious she was and vibrant. Um, you know, a lot of what I do, I do for my younger self. I got into this work because I wasn't given a lot of tools, resources, or permission for me to explore myself. Uh, so your question just hits very, very close to home in like all the best ways. I mean, I think the, the thing that I would tell my, my younger self would be the same that I would tell all the younger listeners that are, that are listening right now, which is that like, you know, your body belongs to you and it is so important for you, no matter what anybody says to you, no matter how people might try to disconnect you from it for you to stay connected to your body, for you to continue to explore what makes your body feel good, um, for you to explore what boundaries you might need to put up around your body, you know, the things that like might not make you feel very safe and like what are those things and can you ask for it, you know? Can you ask to have those boundaries around your body be, um, be respected? The other thing that I would think of too is just like, you know, have so much fun in this formative, exciting time that you're in, which is figuring out who you are and what you like and what makes you laugh and what tastes good. Like, I just remember being like nine or 12 or 13 and just feeling so filled with life, you know, like I wasn't dogged down by all the adulting things that can happen when you, (laughs) when you get older, you know, it was just like, the sun is up, it's time to play. Like, what can we, what can we do today? You know? And so I really just want to invite for people, like there might be a lot of stuff happening on social media. There might be lots of beefs or squabbles happening, (laughs) but if you can take some time to get off your phone and like go outside and make friends with a plant or a tree or do something that's going to make your body feel good, whatever that looks like for you. Um, I think that you are well on your way to so much healing and so much um, connection with yourself. And that connection goes such a long way in regard to your sexuality, um, who you want to become as an adult. Um, Yeah, that's what I would say. Also, the last thing I would say is keep a journal. Keep a journal. Mm, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I journals are journals are great. They are yes. such a good good tool. Um, I know that some people struggle with journaling. I personally struggle with journaling. I get it. But <laughs> journaling, like the amount of sleep that you get, rating your 
emotions from one to ten, the severity of that day. I think, yeah, I love journaling. Yeah, me too. So, so helpful. Well, you are freaking amazing. I am so glad that I got to talk to you. You are so fabulous. Um, Thank you. And I think all of our listeners will very much agree. Um, So where can they find more of you and your fabulousness? Yeah. Um, well, there's many places that you can find me on the <laughs> internet. Uh, I am on Instagram at evian.whitney. Uh, you can also check out my website, evianwhitney.com. I have a podcast called Sensual Self, where we dive deep into everything that we talk about here about sensuality and body and pleasure and sexuality. Um, you can find Sensual Self wherever you listen to podcasts. And I also have a book coming out. Um, I have a book called uh, Sensual Self. <laughs> it is a guided journal uh, that helps Ooh. you connect to your body and connect to uh, your your pleasure and your senses. And it's something that you can write in. Um, there's lots of prompts and exercises for you to get connected to your sensuality and to explore all the things that make your body feel good. You can find that also on my website at evianwhitney.com or you can go on Amazon and you can find it there as well. Awesome. That's that's so exciting. I'm so grateful and honored to get to to interview you and I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much, Abby. It was really good to meet you and thank you for asking such interesting questions. <laughs> I do I do a lot of interviews and this one was really fun. Oh yeah, I'm so glad. Thank you so much, and we'll see you guys next time.